We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who feels like she has to make an impossible choice. Mm-hmm. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, we're going to get right into it. So this letter comes from Sad Dog, whose pronouns are he, nope, whose pronouns are she, her, and who is writing from the Dead Dad's Clubhouse. Mm. Dear Sierra and Sam, I am in a hard place right now, and I would appreciate any insight. For some background, I am a 26-year-old woman, she, her pronouns. I moved across the country a few years ago with my partner, he, him, and I am now very far from my hometown. On the whole, we've been happy in our new city. Importantly, I am in the middle of a professional transition and currently looking for work. In this transitional phase, I've had some significant insecurity and doubt about what I am doing and what I really want. It's made me question my career, the choice to live so far from home, and my relationship with my partner. He's an incredibly kind person, and I love a lot of the things about our life together. I'm so grateful for him. However, I feel like he just might not be my person. I don't believe in the one, but when I think about a future with him, I feel lukewarm. Now the real reason for my letter. I recently received some devastating news that has made things feel very complicated and urgent. 
I found out that my dad has cancer and he has a prognosis of less than three years to live. My dad and I have a very close and positive relationship. There is really not much to say about the diagnosis. It just sucks. Cancer is unpredictable and prognosis isn't an exact science, but it is terminal. He will die from this disease. Also, my stepdad died when I was a teenager, and I guess some part of me felt like I'd already had my share of untimely dad death. This just feels so unfair. I feel alternately weepy and numb, and the guilt about being away from home while he goes through painful and complicated treatment is eating me alive. Part of me feels like I should start looking for jobs in my hometown and move back so I can be there for the time that he has left. My professional field is very flexible, and I wouldn't be setting myself back by moving. I also have some really close friends and the rest of my family back home. The other part of me feels like I should just keep living my life here. I have a blossoming friendship and some really exciting professional prospects and my partner. I just feel so far away. It takes multiple expensive flights to get there, so I usually go once a year. If his health declined suddenly, it might not be an option to get there quickly. Mm -hmm. At the same time, my partner has family obligations closer to where we are now. For him to move with me to my hometown would be a huge sacrifice. Given the mixed feelings I have about our relationship, I don't feel like I can ask him to do that right now. Leaving to be with my dad might end our relationship, which makes me feel deeply sad. Sam and Sierra, I am lost. It is impossible Mm -hmm. and so lonely. I feel too young to be making the kind of decision that this situation is asking of me. I'm in my 20s. I should be out there living my own life. But my dad is also my life, especially if his time is limited. Moving back home to be with him would be a sacrifice, but also a relief. How do I choose between the man who raised me and the life he raised me to pursue? Any advice or comforting words would be so welcome right now. Even if you don't end up answering this letter on the podcast, thank you for listening to my achy little heart. Much love, sad dog. Oh, sad dog. What an incredibly impossible, painful position you are put in right now. Um, I, you know, there, I, I could spend a whole letter saying, I'm so sorry for this diagnosis. The fact that you have to deal with this again in your life, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that could be the letter in it in of itself. And then you have this intersection of continuing this life in this city with this person pitted against this already impossible, already like full enough of conflict you know, uh, happening in your life, I feel like you're right. It is absolutely unfair. Mm. It is absolutely unfair that you be put in this position by life yet again. Um, and I feel for you and the uncertainty you feel when you look at, when you look down, down either of these roads, um, we're going to get into, I don't know, Sam and I's, perspective as Mm -hmm. strangers, outsiders of your life, um, ways to, ways to relieve yourself of any guilt or shame about whatever decision you make. Um, and most importantly, take care of yourself and your loved ones during this very tricky time. But first we have to take a very quick break. (laughs) 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Sad dog. Again, thank you so much for for writing. you know, I deeply relate to this letter in that the feeling of the unjustness of this, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're young, you should be focusing on, you know, building the life that you want to live. And the, and this feels like a, 
unfair way that the universe is like offering you something that doesn't feel good, right? There's no way out of this situation. There's no like silver bullet that's going to be like, suddenly your dad will be okay and you won't have to worry about this, right? Like the reality of it is just so pressing and the urgency of it is just so pressing that it, it can feel really intense. So I'm, I'm so sorry that you're, you're dealing with that. Um, you know, I think that Sierra and I don't offer a lot of like black and white advice on this podcast very often, um, to the chagrin of some of our listeners, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this instance, and again, this is from my perspective. So like, take it as you see fit in this instance, I think you should go and be with your dad for the time that he has left. Um, and I, I say this for a number of different reasons. One is I think you don't have much time with him left. And the, I think that you would regret not going back and being more present with him. I think that, um, knowing that there's sort of an end date to your relationship, that being as present as possible in that time would serve you really well. Um, especially because it sounds like he's a really wonderful person and important person that is really important to you. I think it would relieve some of your stress and anxiety about the situation to be closer. Doesn't mean that that stress and anxiety is going to go away because obviously this is a very stressful, stressful and anxious time, but being able to be connected to him, I think will be good for you. And, you know, I, as somebody who was dealt a blow in my sort of early thirties time, um, in that my dad also died, um, I think I lived a lot of my twenties on this idea that there's like an escalator that I'm supposed to be on. It's an escalator that my dad even put me on. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's even yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and I think that it sounds like that's kind of true for you based on like what you said about the life he wanted you to pursue. Um, and, and I will say that like, I stepped off that escalator in a pretty meaningful way after my dad died and really re examined my priorities, re-examined what was important to me and, and made an intentional choice to not be on a path that felt like it wasn't chosen for me anymore. Yeah. And I feel better because of it. And I, mm. and I recognize that like, it feels like a betrayal to my dad who really wanted me to be a certain type of success in a lot of ways, even if he thought that he was being kind, that's sort of the messages that I was getting. But, um, using my dad's death as an opportunity to do some interrogation of what I'm doing with my career and what I'm spending the most time on was incredibly helpful for me. So I, I really do think that this is an important opportunity for you to take the time to be with this person that you love deeply, that is deeply important to you. It sounds like you can find another job and sustain a life in the place where you are going and to, to ask yourself, like, what does it look like to have my life interrupted in this way? And what do I want to do knowing that this, like, be on the escalator and, and just, like, hope for the best thing isn't working for you given the circumstances that you're in? So that's obviously really biased. It's really rooted in my own experience. Um, but, you know, I think that when I think back... Uh, I wish that I had spent more time with my dad and less time worried about work. Like that's the the long and the short of it. Yeah. I, I totally agree with Sam and he's right. We don't <laughs> normally 
say, no, you should do this or Mm -hmm. unless it's like, shoot your shot. And then Sam always disagrees with me. Um, (laughs) But I, if you, it, let's shift our perspective here. Let's try to find a different way to articulate this very unfortunate, impossible moment in time that you find yourself in shifting to gratitude. If we can, you're in a place where you can move. You're in a place in your career where you can find work, financial sustenance somewhere else. Um, That doesn't make any of this easier. Um, I know that to, to move from this place um, would mean something in your current relationship. Mm-hmm. I know it will have consequences. We often say like all choices have opportunity costs, right? Yep. yep. And I understand that this is just like shitty icing on the shitty cake, right? That like your dad has cancer and this is going to fuck up your relationship. We're assuming a lot there though. Yep. We're assuming yep. that it'll fuck up your relationship to be honest, like friend to friend, I would say like, this is an opportunity for this person to step up for you in this very impossible place that you're in. Yep. And if they can't, that doesn't mean they're a bad person, but that that's like, again, gratitude shift in the perspective, like that makes it clear to me. If this person can't stand up to this moment, to this impossible time in your life and support what you need, um, then, then that makes it just what that much more easier to say that's that that's the door basically. You know yep. what I mean? Not that any of that isn't going to be painful. Not that it's not unfortunate. It is all of those things. Um, but you know, before Sam and I pressed record, we talked briefly about like how life is in is full of these imperfect choices. You know, mm-hmm. I think we're told that when we reach a crossroads in life, it's going to be obvious. It's going to be like one direction is going to be dark and shadowy. And there's going to be like a a vulture on the sign (laughs) on the broken road sign. And the other one's going to be like rainbows (laughs) (laughs) and, and flowers and, and well lit pathways. You know what I mean? Um, But it's never that it's rarely that clear. Right. And, um, you can tell yourself, it's not that I am making the right or the wrong decision. I am making an inherently imperfect choice because I am being put in an impossible decision. Yep. I'm being put in an impossible position. It is in, it, 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 there is no possibility for a perfect reaction here. So relieve yourself of that pressure right there. Um and I and also like if it helps, two strangers across the country thinks it. We think it's totally reasonable to uproot your life and break up with your boyfriend because your dad has his diagnosis. For like sure. that makes sense to us. Yep. And if it if it doesn't make sense to you, that's you don't have to make that choice. You're not a bad daughter if you choose not to do this. A you know personal opinion coming from us. It sounds like it's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's like. You know, Sierra was talking about opportunity costs and at the same time, like it's not like a black and white decision. Like I'm choosing my dad over my relationship. I'm choosing my dad over my friendships. I'm choosing my dad over my work, right? Like it's way more complicated than that. Yes, that's a great thing to point out. Right, like you, 
you know, you can go back and, or you can go and be with your dad for the next few years and then come back to this place and continue on the career path that you may have been one, or you may start something different or whatever it might be. And the same thing with your friendships with the folks that you have made in your, in your new city, right? Like those friendships may change and adjust because of obviously the circumstances of them are going to be different, but you can keep them up or not keep them up. If you move back there, you can rekindle them. You can make new friends. You can enjoy the friendships that you have back home. And in this relationship too, right? It doesn't have to look like we are distant and we break up. It could be long distance. It could be that you spend a certain amount of time in one place and a certain amount of time in another place. It could like, there's a lot of different possibilities here. And some of them might be, we have to break up, right? Or some of them might be, I need to quit my job and and I need to find a new career path. Like that is that is one of the options, but it doesn't mean that it's the only option that you're right. choosing between. And I want you to also remember there are so many benefits available to you by taking this pause and going back home, which is that like you get to spend more time with your with your dad. You get to be in relationship with with friends who are really important to you. You get to examine whether or not this was the right decision moving to this other place, right? You like yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff that is gonna benefit you from this, um, even if it feels like you're gonna be giving up a lot. But it's it is way more complicated than just like I either go with my dad and I lose my job and my friends and my my partner. There's there can be wiggle room. And I think if yes. you approach this with your partner and say, like, I don't know that I'm ready to break up. Like I I want to continue to be in relationship with you, but I have to figure out how I can go and be with my dad for this period of time. Yes. How can we work together to figure that out? If that's what you want, right? Like it might also be like you want a clean break and you want to like go back. That's also okay. But there are a lot of options available to you, even if the central idea is that like these options have to be in pursuit of me going home to be with my dad in, in yeah. his final time here. I think it would be absolutely reasonable if you stayed in this new place where you established your life and you started saving for, um, you know, emergency travel or you planned, you know, what if there's a middle ground where you say, okay, I'm going to get a leave from work or I'm going to be able to work remotely for six months or, or some, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, let's approach this with curiosity and creativity. I know you're feeling so lonely and I know it's feeling so impossible and it is those things. Um, and also we, you won't be a bad daughter. If you stay, you won't be a bad partner. If you leave, there is, you're, you're being put in an impossible situation right here. Um, and so, you know, I'm curious how you're taking care of yourself right now. How are you, what does your heart say? And and I think that's another reason why Sam and I feel pretty emboldened to say like, I think, you know, we think you should move back is that it feels like your heart wants to do that, you know? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that is the direction that you're leaning and we want to affirm that for you. Um, And also to say that like, if you or if anyone else has decided to say like, I'm going to live my life, right? Like that's what my parent would have wanted for me to, to be out there doing my twenties, like that kind of stuff. Like I'm absolutely on board with that sort of thought process as well. And like, and again, like I would never judge somebody for decisions that they made in their life about what they would do in this impossible situation because it's impossible, right? Like it is, it is 
so challenging to be in. So I know that I have a pretty strong opinion in terms of like what I would love for you to do based on what you've told us and like my own perspective, but I'm also not in your body. I'm not in your heart. So what you decide is what you need to decide to move forward. And, and I will have not a lick of judgment or assumption about what it means about you as a person, if you stay or if you go home, like that it is, is so well said, it is, it's impossible. So you just need to make the decision that feels right for you. And that is like most reflective of what your heart needs in this moment. So, yeah. And, and I also want to, I want to like, you know, acknowledge that not only do you have a good relationship with your father, parent, parent child relationships are complicated. I feel complicated about what to do with my limited time with my parents. Right. I, I, so even, even though you have a good relationship with your dad, it is also complicated. It is also entangled to be like, am I going to uproot my life to spend some time to spend more time with this person, even though my life is happening over here. So there, there, are, there's room for all of this really impossible, really challenging work, I guess, or, or um, emotional landscape, you know, which of course, I mean, here's a great time to remind you that if you have the resources and in time, a mental health um, practitioner would be a really helpful tool right now to give you, you yep. know what they give you? They just give you like space to spill all of this yep. and say all of it to, to say the, the, to the things you're afraid of, the things you feel too um, selfish to say out loud, you know, mm -hmm. you, you I, I really encourage you to carve out space for all of your feelings right now, if possible. Um, yeah. I, I also want to say like, I was a little bit like, um, I don't know, candid earlier about like breaking up with your partner. I recognize this is somebody you've moved with. You're invested in them, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I guess I just want to embolden you that it's okay to say, I need this right now and mm -hmm. then see how the call, the, the cards fall because it might be inconvenient for them. You're right to move back to this town yep. because they would be, you know, far from their family obligations or whatever. But just like there is no perfect choice to make here, just like there are always opportunity costs, um, we we are all discon. Uh, we are all inconvenienced at times in our lives, and we do that intentionally and mm -hmm. with love and with enthusiasm to support the people around us. You know, you, I. Don't count out the fact that this person, um, you know, they might be able to really show up for you. For sure. Absolutely. And, you know, as you're thinking about like logistics around this too, right? Like I'm thinking about, um, you know, if I move away, then he has to pay rent on his own for the apartment that we were supposed to live in together, right? Like I know that there's like a lot of logistics so stuff much, that can yep. all get totally. in the way. And I also want to say that like, those are all real and are going to sort of are definitely going to impact what you can and can't do. And people have to figure out logistics like this all the time, right? Mm, like that's it a great is reminder. It is possible for you to figure out what it looks like to get out of your lease. It is possible for you to figure out like who's keeping the dog and where, right? Like 
these are just examples. I don't know if you have a dog, but I hope that you do and that you pet him and that he helps you feel better. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And like there's these logistics can be figured out. And, and we, I think it's important for us to think about again, like what are, what are the values that are driving us? Like what are our hearts saying? And then let the logistics be figured out in pursuit of that. And, and, they will be, they will be figured out. They, they have to be because that is how life works, right? We, we figure out how to make stuff happen. Yes, absolutely. Um, I hope you're feeling just, you know, 4% less lonely. Um, and I hope you're feeling a hundred percent more compassionate for yourself. You are absolutely right. It is unfair to be put in this position, Um, I love your love for your father. I love your heart and all it's facing right now. Um, and I, and I'll be thinking about you after we turn the cameras off. Mm -hmm. I, I really feel for you and I, I hope you feel it from, from us. Thanks for writing with this impossible question and, And I hope it helps. Thank you so much. We love you. We love you so much. I feel like we shall like take a deep breath after, after signing off on that letter. Yeah. All right, everyone. This brings us to our blind date segment of the episode. It's Friday. So we want to send you home with something that we think you are really going to like this week. We want to send you home with... It's a podcast episode. It's an interview. And honestly, I couldn't, I, 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 I didn't mean to time it so perfectly. Mm. Um, but it's, it's an interview with a poet, Andrea Gibson, um, who I have been reading and listening to since I was 20, you know, mm. um, they're like a, a giant in the spoken word performance poetry world, um, queer, uh, advocate, uh, social justice advocate, and they just do really amazing work. And um, so two years ago, uh, they were diagnosed with uh, ovarian cancer and um, they went through chemo and they went through all this treatment. And then <clears throat> um, only very recently were they told that there's been a resurgence of cancer the cancer's back basically Mm -hmm. and it's now in their liver and um the day that they got that news um glennon doyle uh of the podcast you can do hard things reached out to them and basically asked them to be on the show and they Mm. were like yes but i just need you to know that I'm going to be talking about this, you know, at the forefront of my mind. Yep. Um, so the, it's an interview. It's called, it's on, so it's on Glennon Doyle's and Glennon's wife's podcast um, uh, called You Can Do Hard Things. It's one of the more recent episodes released in June, I believe. And it's called The Hardest Conversation We've Ever Had, I think, with Andrea Gibson. If you look up any of those names, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. And as someone who has a pretty chronic fear of death, um, but who also is feels deeply intimate with the uh, with the fact that everything is temporary and we 
uh, we never know what is promised to us. Um, someone who thinks a lot about time and um, the ephemeral nature of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this conversation incredibly, incredibly moving, truly like life altering a shift of perspective when it comes to thinking about your own mortality. Mm. Uh, So check out this podcast episode. Um, Look at, look up Andrea Gibson. If you don't know them already, I mean, I'll be surprised if you don't. And if you do welcome, they are, um, they're just an icon, really Um, a well-deserved one. Uh, But listen to their podcast episode on, we can do hard things with Glennon Doyle. Um, it's called the hardest conversation we've ever, ever had with Andrea Gibson. Mm. Love that. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash just pod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit all your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts and his music. And remember, life is impossibly short. And as I learned in Andrea's interview, you cannot cut yourself off from suffering without cutting yourself off from joy They are interconnected, interwoven, and we have to feel both of them. That's the vulnerability of life. And if all else fails, just break up.